Good morning, um, Aaron Johnson and Camelia. Um, I'm the first to share my dream this morning. It was it was a really powerful dream. I think last night I got influenced by uh, a Facebook post that um, Brother Ronald Hatley posted of his family singing. I'm just going to play a clip of it before I start my dream. I just stumbled across that video. It's actually a video of slideshows of all the Church of Gods in our Reformation that I grew up seeing, and it, it gave me emotion. Um, a lot of the churches are closed or are about to close. And a lot of people I knew growing up singing these songs are very are much older and and have passed away or just not the same. But their voices sound so familiar, and I grew up with this vibe of acapella music of black people singing in harmony together singing together um and it was just something that almost just i took for granted for a big portion of my life and so i went to bed feeling very emotional about it and not really thinking about how much it may influence my dream but i had this really powerful like almost time travel of being in church with my family, singing with black people and our extended community. But what was significant about this dream that altered between being a child in the, in the, like in the congregation singing and being, and then also being like a preacher over the responsibility of the church and just feeling that the weight of that responsibility felt very eerie. And, What's really also powerful too is I have this like ability as when I was in the pastor body throughout the dream and I particularly was preaching a lot. Like most of the scenes I saw last night was me preaching in front of uh, a church that we used to attend a lot um, in San Bernardino, and for some reason I could also like hear the voices of the congregants while I was preaching, like what they were thinking, what they were holding. That's like telepathic pastor experience. And then what was really painful was like, I could, I could feel the, the singing very prominent top of the, the being the dream. And as the dream got further into it, the singing got more muffled and I couldn't hear it. And I realized by in the dream that I was getting older in the pastor's body. Um, and I and it wasn't that they were singing any quieter, but I couldn't hear it as much. But I didn't realize it was like subtle throughout the whole dream. And I, I kind of aged and lived my entire dream in the pulpit. It was kind of like this weird jump cut from like week to week, month to month, and I'm preaching on topics. And I'm telepathically connecting, but I'm just every... Every, I don't know, so often I couldn't hear anymore as much. And eventually 
The dream really ended while I was just standing in front of them and they were singing, but I couldn't hear them. And I don't know, it just felt really symbolically accurate to um, the quietness of our church congregation these days that mm. to hear that version of singing is just hard to find. Um, and for me, it's it's somewhat of a, it's, it's a loss, but it's also a, Watching, I, I call it black trauma stories, be manifested in my mind. I'm processing like the the ending or the death of the Church of God um, structure, and there's a lot of complexity there too for me. But um, there's something about voice and singing that just resonated throughout the whole dream and the loss of it, and like where where do I find singing like that? outside of church today or even inside church in a lot of ways but yeah that was my dream and yeah really really honored to be able to share that with you all Mm. my dream did not feel as uh, clear cut as what Aaron just described it felt very like jumpy and like cutting from one place to the next um but some strands that seem to be there is um it seemed like like if there was like a main theme of the dream that I was being um I was in a living situation where if I wanted to spend time with the people in the house, I needed to um, eat a certain way and move my body in a certain way. So like eating and exercise reform, um, being uh, the access point to social social chats or social uh, needs being met. Um, and that's kind of like the central theme that kind of came up and all the jump cutting and weirdness of the dream feeling disorienting I woke up a lot throughout the night um and I mean it, it makes sense it's something that as a person in a larger body I think about more often than I'd like uh, what kind of foods should I or should I not be eating um and um, messaging that I received from family dynamic growing up and then cultural trends. Um, so it's like a, an irritation to navigate uh, letting go of those, those thought processes and, and assert, inserting like what I want them to be, like how I want to think about my food and my my health journey, um, and then realizing that I have to like frequently detox and rinse my brain of outside messaging. Um, so I think that's probably what this dream state was about, was realizing that it was time to do that consciously again. Mm. Do you think you, before you go to sleep, you kind of have a sense of what your dream's gonna be about or what's influencing your dream? Not usually. I think it's the opposite. I wake up and I'm like, where did... Oh, that's where I came from. <laughs> so in hindsight. Yeah. 
Okay. Especially the ones more recently have been almost all linked up to like your family structure. Mm. Um, it makes sense. There's a lot of things shifting right now in the wider Johnson family and kind of how the trickle down affects us as a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and yesterday I had ordered um, an order of Instacart and realized that everything was like unprocessed foods, which feels good and and caring for my body, but also feels time consuming to think about like, oh, every time I want to eat, I'm going to have to take like a whole lot of time to chop something up, steam it, um, and all that. So just thinking about like, what does the flow of my day need to look like to maintain cooking for myself in that, at that level, Mm. if nothing is pre-prepared, um, what does that look like? So, uh, that probably was the impetus for the dream I had, but, um, going to sleep. I I just go to sleep. I don't really think Mm -hmm. about like, what are my dreams going to be like? I mean, maybe with this podcast, we'll, we might get to a point where we start having having more control over our dreams because, um, we might like start thinking about what our dreams could be about, um, that could be interesting to explore like what is a conscious dream yeah. feel like like what is something I know I need to process and I would actually like my subconscious to, to handle it while I'm asleep for me mm-hmm. that could be really interesting to play around with that in the, the coming weeks there's a whole movement called vivid dreamers mm-hmm. and they just they take it with tea to drink how to sleep and they vividly dream things. And I don't know if they record them in like an audio way like we are, but there's definitely like this whole website committed to vivid dreaming. And I was so infatuated with it at the time I was having zero dreams. I had nothing I could remember. And I've been having vivid dreams for about three years now. You have. I definitely remember times though that you would eat, like if you ate a certain kind of food late at night, the dreams that you would have would be a lot more intense. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could be fun to play around with too. Um, you know, if I, if I drink golden turmeric milk, uh, before sleep, does that impact my dream state? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what, what goes into that? I feel, I still feel out of control mm. out of my dream state, but it still feels like, I think because we're doing this recordings each day that I am, um, I'm more likely to, um, like I feel, I feel more intentional about it. I feel like it's going to impact it over time. I think so, too, now that we're thinking about it. Um, And then we've all had those dreams, too, where you, like, you become less of a passive uh, person, like, traveling through the dream. You become, like, actively... I think sometimes, for me, that's when I'm about to wake up. I start being able to control, or I actually do wake up, and I'm like, no, I'm not okay with what just happened, and I go back to sleep and, like, change something. Um, Like, I'm curious how much that could be manipulated. Um, especially if we basically dreamed with intention um, in the way that we try to set, uh, set up our days um, on certain goals or, or desires. Like, what if we entered our dream state of, like, I really need to start processing more of this aspect of my life mm-hmm. and see what happens. Yeah. Maybe even do, like, a journal entry before we go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. That could be interesting. I like that. We should do it, like, two nights a week. Two, I, two I like that. Week, yeah, see, like, see yeah. what happens with, on the mm-hmm. other nights. Mm-hmm. We should. Okay. I like that. I'm going to try that. Okay. Um, all right, y'all. We love you all. It's been great being with y'all this morning. And, uh, and for Abel, we'll, we'll share what comes up for us tomorrow morning. Much love to you all. Peace.